je vamos pedala da moon base. Here in the vamos pedala da moon base, you have in the beginning of the parak an entire discussion which is anonymous. It's the Stoma de Gomorrah has various discussions on the Mishnah, on the structure of our Mishnah. And one question the Gemara asks, at the stone the Gemara asks in Pedal de Mudalif, why does it say the case of a Kohen Hedrit who is married to a lady, right? She is muteras to him, but when he dies, he has a brother, Queen Godel. She is also to the, to the Yovam. What is the case? The case is that he married a widow. So the Gemara says, why the Tana tells you that he married a widow? He could have married a regular virgin, a regular but once they marry, she becomes automatically a widow. So <laughs> then who cares if it's originally she was a widow or not? And the Gemara says, if you would say this Tana holds that the time of the first measures is determines what happens before the Yovam. In other words, if she was Roy at the time of the marriage, so then she becomes Roy, so therefore she had to be an Almona. But had she been a Besulev, she was a virgin at that time, even though by the time of the of the Ibum, she was already not a Besula, she was already an Almona, it doesn't matter because you see that the case is not Holol that married to Isha Kshera and, and she was kosher at the time when they got married, but then she becomes a Halola, and you see a little bit you see that that's not the case, that she becomes a Sura, so you don't see Nisui Mershubapilim. And Toysus and many of the Rishonim have a puzzle by this claim. says it doesn't make any sense. Because the status of the Evoma to be determined at the onset of the marriage is only Lechumra, is only if there is a problem at the onset of the marriage. Even though later the problem goes away, it takes away the Ibum. But to tell me that even though she becomes a Sura later, at the time when the onset of the marriage determines and allows her to have you. We never discussed that. This is a huge chidush. that doesn't make any sense. So Toysus and the other Shonim say this is only for the sake of argument. Meaning, even if you suggest such a thing, it's unlikely because it can be refuted. And the question is what? What does that mean? So in other words, this is just for the sake of argument. In other words, that uh, the Gemara answers anyway, so it's using this, even though this is not even something that you take it quote-unquote seriously. Why does the Gemara do that? And what does it teach us about the Gemara? And I think that this is so important here, because it tells us the nature and the genre of the Stoma the Gemara. Stoma the Gemara, we know that the Gemara, if you look at the Gemara and you step back, and you realize the Gemara is made of three basic components. You have the Divrei Atanoim, which is Brises and Mishnais Atanoim, and then you have Divrei Amoroim. Divrei Amoroim are very clear. They are attributed. There is an Amoira who says it. And most of the time, not always, it's in Hebrew, and it's always very clear, very definite. It's like a Hoiro, it's like a Psakaloch, it's a ruling. Halivni, David White, Professor David White Halivni, calls it apodictic. Apodictic is a, is a concept that exists in, in um, different studies, which is a very clear, definite ruling. And that's the Moroim. But then you have Stoma de Gomorrah. Stoma de Gomorrah, which is the vast majority, is dialectic. It's, a, it's very tentative. It's basically in Aramaic, number one. Most, uh, number two, it is this. It is anonymous. 
And it's discursive. What's the shot discursive? It's a shock levitaria. It's just explaining. And in many cases, like here, it develops ideas, even though it's not the aloha, even though it's just like here, is a suggestion for the sake of argument. That's why many of the tirutzim Chukim always comes from the Stoma de Gemara. The Stoma de Gemara is a different genre, is an explanation, is a shaklavitaya, is much verb, much more verbose, and etc. To the point that we know that the Achroinim already noted it. It's a famous Chavosyoyer. The Chavosyoyer wants to say that even though the Gemara in Shabbos says that if you have an Amora that discusses an opinion, and he discusses it. It's a riot that he holds like their opinion. Like, with the shock, libertoria, lebei, shmami no svila lekevosi. If there is a demora that discusses an opinion of Atana, it's a riot, it's evidence. There is a presumption that he holds that the Allah is like the Tana. Otherwise, you would not spend time discussing it. Says the Chavoy it's only true by the Moroim. By the Stoma, the Gemara, since it's discursive, it is argument. It's just explaining, is that developing? It doesn't matter. The fact that the Stoma de Gemara discusses a opinion doesn't mean that the Allah is like it. Now, Yadua, the Yad Malachi asks on the Chabeshio, he says, one second, the Stoma de Gemara are Amoroim, and the Amoroim are Amoroim. If the Amoroim, by discussing an opinion, shows that they hold of the opinion, why is the Stoma de Gemara indifferent? They are also Amoroim. But clearly, that's very different. Because the idea of the Amuroim in the concept of the Diva Amuroim, which is attributed, those are Piskeloch, those are rulings. Those it were preserved differently. If you realize that the, the Divrei High Moroim, that's the Choyram with the Talmud, what's called, I always call the Proto Talmud. That's the Talmud, the Gemara that was memorized by the Tanoim of the Yeshivas. They were memorizers of the Yeshivas, and that was the official rulings of the Moroim. And that is the Talmud of Ravashi, that's why that is called Hoiro. The Gemara Mitzia calls that Hoiro, Sof Hoiro. Hoiro is legal teachings, is rulings. Now, the Stoma the Gemara is are the interpretations, the discussions that went on, and that was never preserved verbatim. And the ideas is just developing ideas. It's basically like they're showing him continue doing it, right? It was oral. This was the discussion of the Vismedrish, the Shaklavetaya, that kept growing like a snowball. And therefore, indeed, even though it started the Moroi, but this went much longer, and the truth is, as we're going to show, this went longer all the way to when the Gemara was written, at least by the beginning of the 8th century, and probably later. And this was like, if you see an art scroll, right? The art scroll develops the ideas of the Gemara within the text. In an oral sense, that how the Stoma the Gemara developed. And therefore, the Stoma the Gemara develops ideas just as a way to think, as a way of shaklavetaria, of interpretations, argument, sometimes for the sake of argument, just to clarify ideas, like here. Like the Suima Rishonim Apilim. He's not telling the Rishonim Apilim means something. It's only part of the thought process. That tentative, discursive thought process is the Stoma de Gomorrah. And therefore, it's very different. Like the Chavosyori tells you, this Stoma de Gomorrah discusses things 
Many times doesn't mean that he's discussing the halacha. That's why Rashi Shita is, whenever there is a stoma de Gemara that's not discursive, that's telling you halacha, Rashi goes out of his way to say, piske halachem. That's the Gemara in the beginning of Psochim and the Gemara in the beginning of Sukkah. That they are halachas. The halachas of the Hulda, right? If you remember the halachas in Psochim of the Hulda, when there is a weasel that takes a piece of comets and goes away, Rashi says, why? Because it's anonymous. Anonymous by nature is not halach, it's not rulings. These discussions is argue, are arguments. So Rashi is bothered. So Rashi says, okay, that's an exception. Rashi says the same thing in Sukkot in Daftalit. That's why also becomes an issue when the Stoma de Gemara argues with the Moroim. Who follows the Aloha? Because the Stoma de Gemara is very different. The Stoma de Gemara was not finalized, was never kept in a verbatim sense to the point that it developed. And as you're going to see, this is not something that was ever memorized verbatim. It was only put it into its final form when it went into writing. And just because it was written, not because they ever came to create a final text. And therefore, it becomes an issue if the Stoma de Gemara, which is such a different genre, and we're going to see that Lechoira that was transmitted by the Savoroim, Savoroim were not just a, a chronological type of people, but they were part in the Shivas. That's the Shivas are going so that every Shiva had Tanoim, Tanoim were the memorizers, which memorized the Divra Evoroim, and they were the Savoroim. Savoroim is Miloshan Svora, right? They gave interpretations and ideas, which is the Stomatic more interpretation and analysis, and it was very fluid. So the question is, if the Stomatic more argues with the Moroim, who the Aloha follows like? So there is a reef, and the reef in the beginning of Hulin says the Aloha follows like the Stoma. Why? Because the Stoma is later than the Moroim. Right? It's called Basro. And the Aloha is So you see that the Stoma de Gemara continue way after Ravashi. Haraya, the Divdeza Machloike, says the, 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 the reef. If there's a Machloike, there is there. In the case of Machloike of Ravina, which is the last Amora, with the Stoma de Gemara, the Aloha follows the Stoma de Gemara. Why? Because it's Basro. From the Rambam is Mashma that the Stoma de Gemara, because it's so tentative, like here, right? In this Gemara, these arguments are for the sake of argument. We don't pass like the Stoma de Gemara. And you could argue the Stoma de Gemara. So that's why the Rambam many times would argue with the Stoma de Gemara. How the Stoma de Gemara explains the Divar Moroim, the Rambam would explain differently. Because it says in the Chuvas, we are not responsible for Shaklavitari of the Gemara. The Shaklavitari, there's never a Kabbalah, so we're not responsible to take that Lalocha. But the Rishonim were very sensitive. So here, this Suge is Stoma de Gemara, and you see that the Rishonim say, that is Idcha, and anyway, there's a Terus afterwards, and this is, and this is the, the Toysus and Toysarosh, and all the Rishonim, that the bottom line is that the Stoma de Gemara is not telling you halochas, it's just explaining, developing the Shakla Vitarish Gemara. And it was preserved, it was taught very different from the Tibet, the Piskei and the Tanoim, and their halochic validity and their authority is very different, and also the timing of their composition is something which is very, very different. And clearly, according to the Reef, in the beginning of Hulin says that this is called Basro, even later than the latest Amora, which is Ravina.